Nonprofit Lowdown. Thanks for listening. I'm your host, Priya Wong. In this podcast, I recommend a book, tool, tip, podcast, or resource that has helped me to build a multi-million dollar nonprofit organization. I've done the research, so you don't have to. All of it is delivered in 50 minutes or less because you don't have time to waste. Let's get started. Hello, podcast listeners. Welcome once again to another episode of Nonprofit Lowdown. I appreciate your being here. So I have a confession to make, which is I have a real addiction. And my addiction is, and it's a, it comes from a good place, but my addiction is that I am addicted to giving advice. I love being helpful to people, but so often I'm ready to jump in and solve a problem without really hearing people out and what it is they're actually looking for. So in order to combat that, and for those of you who are also advice addicts or advice monsters, I'm talking to you here. Today I'm going to be talking about a book by Michael Bungay Steiner. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing his name correctly. And he is the author of a book called The Coaching Habit. The Coaching Habit has been super helpful for me as I think about how to lead and manage people and get from them the solutions to the obstacles that they have that comes from within. Because I think so often our tendency is to want to load people up with more information and all the books and resources to solve issues. But really, most of the time, what people are really looking for is a sounding board or a place to think out loud or just some encouragement to do the thing that they know that they have already figured out how to do. So I really recommend The Coaching Habit. I'll link to the book in the show notes. But there are seven questions that Michael says that we should all use, and I think it's really changed the way that I lead and manage folks and has certainly helped me to put my advice monster in a little box. So the first question is the kickstart question, which is what's on your mind? So obviously, if a direct report or a peer is coming to you, there's clearly something on their mind, something that they want to talk about. So it's a great way to just jump right into the right into the heart of the matter. The second question is really interesting. It's the, and what else question? So often I find that folks, when they have something on their minds, it's not the first thing that they say that's really bothering them. It's often the second thing. And so the, and what else question is meant to download all of the different things that they're thinking about. And so continue to ask the, and what else, and what else, and what else until the person you're speaking with to get to the point where they're like, nope, there, there's actually nothing else. The focus question is next, which is what's the real challenge here for you? The key here is to ask for you because it personalizes the conversation and it becomes a developmental coaching session rather than a performance-based one. And so often the blocks that people are experiencing are personal blocks that they've put up themselves or that they're really struggling with. And everyone's block is going to be different. So I love that the key here is what's the real challenge here for you? Because your challenge may be different than my challenge around a particular issue. The fourth question is the foundation question. What do you want? This question really forces people to think about outcomes. And I'm sure you've been in situations where you've been on the receiving end of someone just going on and on and on and on without any real resolution. And so to help your help your people come back to being outcome oriented, I think the what do you want question is really key here. 
It can also help you get back on track if you feel yourself spiraling out to a lot of tangential points. Look, I get it. Some people sometimes just need to vent and like, I totally get that. But if you're really trying to have a conversation in order to direct uh, an outcome, that this is a helpful question. The next question is, how can I help or what do you want from me? It's called the lazy question. And I love the lazy question because it helps me to pull myself back. I'm often at the forefront, like my terrible habit I have is to listen just long enough to formulate a response or to formulate a solution. And, you know, that's not often what is needed or wanted at that moment. So how can I help or what do you want from me is always really helpful. And I I actually think that one question can be applied to so many different things in my own life about not solving problems that are not mine to solve or taking up causes or taking up baggage that that are really not mine. So I think as I get older and more mature, I realize that not every problem is my problem to solve. It actually reminds me of this story that I told recently that I, I think is just wonderful. So there are two monks walking down the road and being monks, they have taken a vow of chastity and have also vowed not to touch women. So they reach a river and there's a there's an old lady on one side of the river and she says, help me, help me, I, I need help getting to the other side of the river. So one of the monks picks her up, carries her across the river and puts her down and they continue on their way. The other monk is really, he's like festering on it because he can't believe that the other monk, you know, violated his vows of touching a woman and how could he do it and it's so upsetting and blah, 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 blah. Anyway, by the time they get back to the monastery, he is just he is just furious and he says to his friend, "How how could you do that? How could you carry that woman across the river?" And the monk says to his friend, "Oh, I only carried that woman across the river. You carried this woman all the way here to the monastery." So, I love that parable because it reminds me of being careful and mindful of taking taking that which is ours and leaving that which is not. The next question is the strategic question, which is if you say yes to this, what must you say no to? This is a really powerful question for me because like all of the overachiever type A people out there, we like to believe that we can do it all and handle it all and solve it all. But the truth is we have a finite amount of time and energy. And so by making tough decisions about what we say yes to, we also must make decisions about what we're saying no to. And I think that actually helps us to focus and to not spread ourselves too thin. And then finally is the learning question. What was most useful or valuable here for you? This is a piece that I often forget about, which is I love to get feedback from the other person I'm talking to about what has been helpful. Uh, It's both a learning, tool for myself and it's also a reflection tool for the person I'm talking to. So I think it's a great question and what was the most useful or most valuable here for you? So in a nutshell, that's kind of the the synopsis of the book, but there's a lot more in-depth details that I would definitely recommend that you look for. Again, I'm going to link to the book in my show notes. It points to the fact that I think coaching is a really effective tool to manage and lead people and I think increasingly is becoming the norm in the culture in many organizations, particularly the nonprofit sector, which is so driven by heart and and compassion. I 
really thank you for joining me again today. And if you are interested in hearing more, please feel free to subscribe at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And I will talk with you next week. Thank you.